If you want as much Super Bowl coverage as humanly possible, go check out TheRinger.com. Go check out The Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Go check out Ryan Rosillo, The Ringer NFL Show, The Ringer's Philly Special. Listen to Ringer Gambling Show this week as they either lick their wounds or celebrate how it went. Um, we covered it all. Great week. We sent a bunch of people to Arizona and, uh, and we did a bunch of good stuff. So check it out on TheRinger.com and The Ringer Podcast Network. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident, and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is gonna be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it, I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right, first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have a new rewatchables coming on Monday night. You know, it's Valentine's Day on Tuesday, so we said, screw it. We did. It's one of the greatest rom-coms of all time. It's in the argument for greatest. Sleepless in Seattle. Me, Julia Littman, Amanda Dobbins. We went, I think, for as long as the movie is. Maybe even like five minutes longer. Uh, it went all over the map. It was really fun. Anyway, that's coming Monday night. Sleepless in Seattle. Stay tuned for that. Don't forget the Prestige TV podcast is breaking down The Last of Us and Poker Face. And if you love TV stuff, go check out The Watch as well. Chris Ryan and Greenwald. Still cranking it out. They had HBO's Casey Boys on there a couple weeks ago. Really good uh, podcast if you missed that one. Coming up on this podcast, we're going to talk football for the last time this season. It's sad. It's bittersweet. It's especially sad today if you, if you had the Eagles, which I did, as you know. Man, lots to cover for this one. It's all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, taping this a little after 8.30 Pacific time, the Kansas City Chiefs are the champions of Super Bowl 57. I predicted it before the season and then abandoned them multiple times and lost money on the <laughs> Eagles tonight. Sal, will people remember this game for Mahomes or for a garbage call at the end? Uh, I hope they remember it for Mahomes. Um, and I had the Chiefs, by the way, getting a point and a half. My God, I, I just think it's, it's, it's weird that we're at a place where we can't even believe them. Like, all right, do we go with the most courageous, miraculous comeback of all time for a person who like should have his leg amputated 
or is this a fake injury? And now I'm hearing more fake injury than anything else. Now he's Cowboy Bob Orton all of a sudden with the with the arm, with the cast that was on for uh, three years too long. <laughs> you know, I was watching SportsCenter after and Mahomes did a stand-up interview with Chris Berman and Steve Young and Booger and was just standing on the set for five minutes casually talking <laughs> about the game. And I'm like, I thought his ankle was bent five different ways. What's going on? What's the real and story sprinted, here? sprinted to go to Berman, right? He was like, oh, he's over there. All right, I'll get there. I can get there in under uh, three and a half seconds. Well, he could the- get to me all the way. <laughs> well, maybe this will lead to a new... Uh, I don't know, football philosophy where teams will pretend their guys hurt more than it is or whatever, because it worked. <laughs> I mean, it was it was one of the reasons people were picking the Eagles this week was, ah, Mahomes, he can't really move. Hit the key play of this game. What did he scramble for, 30 yards? How long was that? And like at some point when you're running that fast and that far, whenever you come down, that's it, man. It's going to hurt. It's it's going to sting. Like, may, like, unless they carry you into the end zone, you're in yeah. trouble. But that was when I thought, oh, come on. He got right up. He shook it off. It's, it's, it is a weird thing, but <clears throat> I mean, he won MVP. He's plus 130. You were going to give it to him anyway. He had under 200 yards passing, right? But the three touchdowns and just, I guess, by the fact, just being in there and everything else, um, he deserves it. He was awesome. He, after he hurt his ankle, he went 13 for 14 for 92 yards and two TDs. Jesus. And we could talk about the bad ref stuff, but I think we should talk about Mahomes and I think we should talk about how bad the Eagles defense was for what yeah. we were expecting. They sucked. I can't remember. Can you remember three plays they made? Like somebody somebody tagged Pacheco in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. a really good hit. That was a good play. Yep. They didn't tip a pass. They didn't create a turnover. I don't think they had, did they have a sack or they had a sack where Mahomes ran out of bounds, but it turned no, out to be on the, the Chiefs had a sack when Hurts ran out of bounds. The oh, Eagles, I don't think, had a sack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, how many games do we see where, oh, but a quarterback, he should have had three interceptions. Nothing close at all with that for Mahomes, right? That wasn't really one play. It's like, wow, that should And I needed Mahomes to throw an interception to cash like a, a pretty substantial parlay. The only, on the other side too, like I think Hurts only threw one ball up for grabs. Otherwise, it was very clean. No sacks, no nothing, no holds really called until that last one, which made it um, even worse. The Mahomes resume, two-time Super Bowl champ. Two-time Super Bowl MVP. That's a pretty small list. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice an MVP. He has been twice the passing touchdowns leader. Once the passing leader has made the Pro Bowl five years in a row. And this feels like the start of something. Like that, that this, there's some goat potential now. Because you need to get those two early. Brady got the three early. And then you need to win this more. one for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's, it's a little bit different. And they they caught lightning in a bottle in some ways with how well they did with the draft, which was, you know, you give them credit for that. But at the same time, when you have this many rookies, they make that big gamble with the Tyree Kill trade. You really have to hit yeah. your draft. And they did. They took a bunch of like gambles on the Schuster, Kadarius Tony, those type of guys. And all mm-hmm. of them made plays in this game. Schuster was the one that got interfered with at the end. Tony made a big punt return. Uh, off one of the worst punts in the history of the Super Bowl. A line drive that was directed in a way that Tony could just get the running head start. <laughs> that was yeah. big. Um, but they they patched this together and it was a really impressive team building. And at the same time, I felt like they could have lost every one of the playoff games. All when do you... What, yeah, it's true. What When do you start talking, putting him in the conversation with Montana and Brady? Four to five? He has to win four to five Super Bowls? 
or three out yeah, of four. Yeah, it's so early. It's such a race now, especially like in the podcast era where every podcast mm-hmm. has to have some sort of big sweeping narrative, whatever. But, you know, he's... he's I heard Mark passed- Maron talking about it. I was like, whoa, calm down, dude. You don't even... You don't <laughs> he's even talking about guy. it as HBO show. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's certainly hitting all the checkpoints, which is the big thing. Right. And I, I think the thing for me is all the stuff adds up together. Like Kellerman had a tweet that I, I liked today that I randomly saw where... He said, the eyeball test says they're the best. The stats corroborate that impression. And their team wins the most. And that's what Michael Jordan had. And that's why we ended up settling him in the, as the GOAT. And Mahomes is hitting those checkpoints. So I, I agree with Max. I thought that was a smart point. Yeah. But there's so much work left. And there's so much luck that goes into this. And, you know, I think like Brady ended up, he, he got the seven, he got the six with the Pats. And that seven easily could have been 10. It also could have been three, you know? Mm-hmm. So you need, you got to win good. You're very mature. Games. You're very mature the way you're analyzing this, I have to say. Well, I think I, you most know, Patriots fans money. say that seven should have been 10. <laughs> right. I, yeah. well, I lost money in Philly, but I never, I never felt awesome either way. I mean, there's a reason the line was one and a half. And, you know, you're thinking like, if, if you're taking KC, your theories were don't bet against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Don't bet against Vegas, which we should talk about in a second. Don't overreact to the dominant team that had the bad schedule, which is basically Philly, all the quarterbacks. That was a big talking point last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something I didn't realize, there was a little nobody believes in us with the Chiefs offensive line, which a couple people mentioned. Like, we're taping this podcast. It was actually probably about a, an hour plus after the game. And that was the theme in the post game where they were like, oh, yeah, we saw all the stuff about Hassan Reddick as the MVP. Like, they saw all that stuff. Right. And the offensive line was awesome today. Certainly better than I thought they were going to be. Did you think they were? Did you think that was going to be a problem for them today? Because I did. I didn't think it would be as big a problem as it was against Tampa when they couldn't get anything off, right? Mahomes yeah. is running for his life. But um, I don't know if he's smarter or the offensive line is better. I guess it was just better. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I bet a bunch of Eagles to get a sack, and they didn't. Fletcher Cox and all the guys. But, um, yeah, I, I just, they, I have to say, Andy Reid, you know, not as much praise as Mahomes, but for God's sakes, when those guys are wide open for touchdowns, that's all Andy Reid, right? Yeah. That's all him. And I wonder, there's talk about, well, he's going to step down now. Does he stay in there to get it up there with Belichick and those numbers with the some of the greats so he can be put in the list with the top two or three? What's he going to do? Like, go play golf? Like, he, that, that was the best game I've ever seen him coach. I know. They had... I, I thought they were kind of working the Eagles like a yo-yo, especially in the second half. Some of that, whatever they did at halftime, whatever they saw, and I, who knows with halftime adjustments, that halftime was so long, you actually had time to put some thought into it. All that right. motion stuff, the way it was working for them, it almost makes you wonder why don't every why don't like high school teams do this college team? Just send people back and forth flying around, doing the thing where it seems like they're going to the quarterback and they stop quick and go the other way. There was that You're probably going to, you're probably going to, Confuse one guy on defense, right? Isn't that all you need to do with stuff right. like that? Yeah. Well, they had that one play, and it was the second to last touchdown where they had the two guys on the right, mm-hmm. and it was Kelsey, and the other guy went in motion, and the Eagles only had two guys on that side. And even before the snap, you're like, oh, this isn't good. Right. right? And then he ends up catching it. Both guys go with Kelsey, and they. The Sky Moore touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, the Sky Moore another, touchdown. Just yeah, wide yeah. open. Um, yeah. And uh, stuff like that, where you're just like, wow, they're just completely outthinking them. I don't feel like the Eagles can come out of this game and go, man, we blew it. 
because they never got to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, you know, if anything, it was a little fluky because you had the fumble touchdown. So it felt like the the Eagles had the ball for like an hour at one point. Um, but every time the Chiefs, the last in the second half, it was three touchdowns and a field goal. And they just they were cruising every time. I mean, we we talked about the, you know, the bad call, whatever, the no call, though. I'm a little less outraged. By the way, people should listen to me. I bet the Bengals and I bet the Chiefs. I bet the Bengals two weeks ago and wasn't blaming the refs. I bet the Chiefs today, and we're like, well, that call sucked, and that's not a way should, we should lose. But since then, Bradbury's like, yeah, I tugged his jersey. I altered the route. I was hoping they didn't call it. It's like, ah, crap. Now it really is. You just can't call that in that spot. It wasn't, hey, there was no hold at all there. The refs are blind, right? So that that does suck. But yeah, I think you're right. The most surprising thing in this game is nobody analyzed this game for two weeks and said the Eagles are going to get pushed around. The Chiefs are going to score close to yeah. 40, right? That didn't come out of anyone's mouth. And by the way, the talking heads like us, like I, I think these were the two best teams. They deserve to be in the Super Bowl. And then, but you have to pick a team. So you have to say something bad about the other. It, it's a really weird thing, right? Like, yeah, you're picking between your best friends. But yeah, this one, well, this one does like, yeah, but the three of you hang out all, to- all the time. That was not like, I-, I do think the Eagles were great. They took a swing in free agency. They did well. Jalen Hurts is terrific. What did he have, like 44 fantasy points? Is that like the second yeah, most of all time there. in Super Bowl record? Yeah. So um, I can't speak too ill of that. I will say time possession was 32-13. You got to win that game going into the fourth quarter. You have to yeah, win that were, game if you're the Eagles. I would pick them again. I really Don't would. do it. Like, Don't do it. You'll lose. Yeah, but I'm, guess what? I'm going to lose because they already lost the game. There was <laughs> one point I wrote this down. It was it was when it was 27-21. And this really hurt them when they didn't get the touchdown. They just settled for the field goal. So, and I think we were at the official point of the game where it's like, you've got to get touchdowns, not field goals. They didn't have a choice. They didn't get it. Right. But they're up 27-21. They had run 60 plays and KC had run 30. Jeez. They run twice as many plays. Mm-hmm. At that point, you should put away the game. And I think like uh, if you're an Eagles fan, this has to be the worst. Like, you know, I know the McNabb against the Patriots loss was bad and the 10 minute, two minute drill and all that stuff. Right. And, but the Pats were still better that whole season. And they, I, I just didn't think the Eagles didn't play that well. This one would really haunt me because I don't know what happened to the defense. If I, if oh, I'm yeah. an Eagles fan, I'm just like, what happened to our defense? Mm-hmm. Where were they? How did we not have one blitz off the weak side just nailing Mahomes? How did we not step in front of receiver? Nothing. We got beat by Sky Moore and Schuster and all right. these fucking dudes. I, I yeah. Kelsey's open for the entire first quarter. Like, well, what that's were we doing? So I, I guess we have to just just accept that. Like that guy's gonna be open. Nobody's figuring yeah. out how to cover him. And from if it's set, uh, four or fourteen yards downfield, he's he's a given. He's open. But you're right. The Sky Moors, the Tonys, these guys, these these crazy plays. Um, Juju, what they they kept Valdez Scantling in chat. I don't think he had a reception. I'm pretty sure he didn't. I bet him over the crack and he goals. didn't. But, they, but I uh, mean, what yeah. killed them was the the running was what killed them. Twenty six yep. for one fifty eight. Pacheco was fifteen for seventy six, and they were they running looked a little like they gassed. Were the tougher team. Yeah, they looked yeah. a little gassed to be honest. The Eagles they'll get pushed around. I'm not saying hurts they, they, they Their team ran sixty of the first ninety plays. How I know, they and they had a forty five minute uh, halftime. I'm not sure how it uh, how it worked out, but yeah, they seemed unprepared. My theory was they they had so much momentum going into halftime, and then they watched the Rihanna that show mm-hmm. was incredible, 
and they're watching like, oh my God, look how high she is. So she <laughs> you think she that's might it? fall and they just got thrown out of their game. They were just blown. Maybe <laughs> a lot of Riata fans in the, uh, in the Eagles locker room. I don't that know. That might have been it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lost but with Rihanna. Were, the not... second half, they were just brutal. And then, you know, Devontae Smith finishes with 100 yards, seven, seven catches, mm-hmm. 100 yards. A.J. Brown, six for 96. Goddard, six for 60. Hurts throws for 304. He runs 15 for 70. Kind of feels like that. Like, everything is just lining up. Now, there are other running backs. Gainwell and Sanders were uh, 14 for 37. Mm-hmm. But I think you made the key point. Like, I did not expect the Eagles defense to get pushed around. It really felt like they got pushed around. They just didn't pressure Mahomes. And anytime they got a little bit of pressure, they didn't close the deal on them. Yeah. Even with the 10-point lead, you didn't feel like they were out of it. And I think I texted you and House and Hench. I was like, plus 162 going into the fourth quarter. I'm not yeah. going to be able to do this again all year. But everybody was so sunk into the Eagles at that point. Yeah, under 200 yards passing, and he's gonna, he wins the MVP and deserved it. Well, one of the things with Mahomes, he's assumed the imaginary, it's not even imaginary, I don't know what the right word is, but Brady used to have it, where you're just thinking like, ah, oh, that's too much time, or oh, they should be up more. You left them too many, you left them too big of a window. He's going to come back and get this. Like even when the Eagles mm-hmm. score, they're down eight. They go down, they get a touchdown, they get the two point, they make it 35-35. And in normal football situations, you're thinking that team has all the momentum. Oh my God, the Chiefs have to be reeling. And with KC, you're just looking at it going, oof, five minutes for Mahomes. They might not get the ball back. Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs are going to at least get a field goal. Yeah. There's no other quarterback like that. And I don't know who else for you has kind of, kind of been in that territory, right? Brady, definitely. I think Manning was there for a little while. Pretty long. For um, me, as, as a Cowboys fan? Oh, oh just, oh, we're just, just in watching general, it. like betting against oh, yeah. them or watching them, whatever, in our lifetime. Nah. That list is like less than nine guys. Yeah. Uh, where you're like, I, I, oh, Less shit, than five, fate. I think. I don't think it's, yeah, well, who is it? You wouldn't put like Lamar Jackson. I'm trying to think of like the best quarterback. No, like, I for Josh me, Allen, LA, I wouldn't put I, in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, Elway for me is in there because I was always just completely terrified of Elway. And we just saw mm-hmm. him do it so many times at the end. And Marino, Montana, Marino, Fouts. Yeah. 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 A couple of those. You put guys, Fouts maybe. in there. I don't, I never got to see Fouts enough. I just feel like they move the ball a lot. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I have to look at like fourth quarter comebacks and stuff like that. But you know, Favre was one offensive. of those where if you bet on him, you were worried mm-hmm. he was going to go throw a pick. And if you bet against him, you were you were worried that he was going to come down and beat you. Like, both both sides were worried with Favre. Right, everything was in play. TD interception, whatever. And there's been guys that had like little runs. I think you know Burrow was basically in the same situation two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. He's in that Mahomes yeah. situation. He goes down and gets some points. You go to the Super Bowl and he, he couldn't get it done. So we were right. talking Mahomes and Burrow two weeks ago, and um, Mahomes grabbed it. So, all right, other uh, actually, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Crown Royal. Speaking of Crown Royal, you may have caught their Super Bowl ad with Dave Grohl, who's been on this podcast. It was fantastic. He was thanking Canada for all the things people didn't know were invented by Canadians. Today was, of course, the biggest football Sunday of the year, the Battle of the Kelsey Brothers and two young QBs. It's an event known around the world, and some have been known to call it American football, especially if they're soccer fans. But did you know football was actually invented in Canada? 
Buckle up because what we know now is football started in an 1874 game between Harvard and McGill, a famous Canadian university. I know somebody went there. In 1875, Harvard played Tufts using the same rules that in 1876, Walter Camp, now known as the father of American football, codified the rules of the sport. And we were off. I wish he had codified the refs. You know who else, speaking of Canadians that invented things, I don't think Lorne Michaels gets enough credit for being a Canadian guy that changed the face of comedy in 1975 when he put together Saturday Night Live. Not only to put it together, he attacked just the way network TV was at the time. It was very old school. You know, it was like a lot of variety shows, a lot of like Carol Burnett, Flip Wilson, um, catering to older audiences. And Lorne Michaels comes in grabs all the best young improv people from around the country. He was tapping in from Groundlings, all these different places, and just created this show that he knew was going to be the counterculture show. Now you think like it's been almost 50 years for Saturday Night Live, but um, going backwards, man, that was the show. Um, that was a show that at, at its heyday, I think was getting 30 million people um, in the late 70s. So we think of that now. I mean, the Super Bowl gets 30 million people. That's it. But that is five full decades SNL at this point, and it has a bigger impact on comedy than any television show ever, invented by a Canadian. Also invented, apparently, football. Thanks for Football Canada, which is really what the Crown Royal ad is all about, being thankful. Love that about him. Crown Royal, live generously, and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? At first half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about. 5 o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring. At simplysafe.com slash BS. That is simply safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like simply safe. All right. So on the call, I didn't want to lead with the with the bad call at the end. And Bradbury admitted mm -hmm. he pulled his jersey. I guess the thing for me is there's stuff like that that happens every play, and they kind of have to decide. Yeah. Is this actually affecting the game or not? That was very close to the line. Mm -hmm. Um I didn't like the call. There was other stuff I saw during the game where I'm like, whoa, can't believe they let that go. It felt like the kind of game where they were letting stuff go a little bit. 
And that yeah. was, you know, pretty on the line. I just, I don't, I just don't like it. I don't like that on a third and eight. Mahomes' pass wasn't close. Um, just in general, I just, it's just a bummer. But you know, the the thing about it is that's been the season. We've had a million of those, and this is what we talked about. I think it was last week or two weeks ago about is this just what we do now, where we just like gravitate toward complaining to the refs, but. Um, I think the Eagles probably should have lost anyway because they couldn't get a stop. I just don't like the call. I just wish they'd let it go. I don't think people would have gone nuts if they let it go. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I agree with every single thing you just said. I, I you probably don't call it there. Um, the, it now it's, it has a little less bite when the D back admits he tugged the jersey and yeah. it altered the route. You know, and whatever. So so. You know, if it was a call in the second quarter, we dismiss it or we lump it together with all the other close calls, but you don't want to end the game there. And then what follows, which makes it worse, right? A chief not scoring, going down at the one, Mahomes taking two steps back, setting up for the field goal. It just it feels shitty, right? It just yeah, and if you're an Eagles fan, you don't want to do it. But yes, but I think keep focus on the fact that Patrick Mahomes ate you up in the second half. And that's yeah. that's why you lost. By the way, they had a touchdown taken away. Like, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what's a catch to me. It's like, yes, they're they're really micro, really putting this under the microscope, and it sucks to spend ten minutes on these things. I wish they could figure out something. I watch with Corolla, which is like you're you're going to be like his thing, and I laugh at it. Except he repeats it for forty five minutes, but it's like it's a catch if he caught the ball, and you laugh at it. But it's true. It's like, did he yeah. catch the ball? It's like, yeah. Oh, well, then it's a catch. It's like if the D back was never born, and Sanders turns up field and fumbles on his own, it's a fumble. So why take that touchdown off the board? I hate it, hate it, hate it. You and I watch thousands of football games a year or thousands of hours, and we still couldn't tell you what a catch is. They have to figure that out. And we I, were texting I kinda, during I, the, God, the Goddard play when they reviewed that, and I was like, look, I don't know. This could go either way. I know. I've seen I don't call care. It a catch. I've seen them call it an incomplete, but depending but, on the game. But just, th this is where the fans might know better. Like, Do you care if the ground caused the ball to move a little? Do you care if right. the guy if the ball moves a little? I don't care. You you're taking away athletic plays. You know what I mean? There, uh, but out of those two, between that and like the quarterback sneak on fourth and one, that to me that that's what's got to be fixed because that should be the most exciting play in football, the fourth and one. And now it's like it's got the excitement of an extra point. Like I don't even look when I see Jalen Hurts on fourth and a half a yard. I know he's going to make it because they could run that rugby play where three guys shove him up in the ass. And then uh, he goes forward, lunges forward for six yards. So I would well, change that over anything. Yeah. That that play is going to be gone in about a year when somebody you breaks so? their back. No, somebody's oh, going to yeah. get seriously hurt in that play. There's, It's going right. to happen. These right. guys are too big. They're all, it's not rugby. These guys are, there's 330 pound guys out there. Yeah. Um, I was thinking at one point when it felt like the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl. And I was thinking about what, just what a strange season and team it was where, they never really got the respect the whole time. They never really right. played anybody that much. There was a point like around week three, week four, where we were like, holy shit, they might actually go like 15 and two just looking at their schedule. Mm -hmm. And it felt like the legacy of the team partly was this goofy fourth and one play that they came up with. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you know, every, every year there's a team that wins the Super Bowl and you think like, oh, what was that team? And you can think of like three things. With this Eagles team, I would have thought of like the two receivers, you know, it hurts basically mastering a lot of this RPO and all this stuff, but really the four, mm -hmm. how unstoppable they were and short yardage and how 
over and over again, they could just t- turn these four play first downs. And it, when they had 60 plays and the Chiefs had 30, it was like, yeah, that's kind of the Eagles mm-hmm. where they just prolong these possessions. They had three 13 plays, 75 yard, 11 plays, 75 yard, like just where they just seem like they have the ball for an hour. And it's not that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all right, this is how I guess we'll remember them. And then Mahomes just stole it. Yeah, and because they had the best line of scrimmage in football, right? Offensive yeah. line. They have the best line of scrimmage. They had the best offensive line in football. And that's why they can move the ball. And that's why they can get four at a clip. And Hertz was so great. And that's why I wouldn't think Andy Reid would say, well, our best bet is a 38-35 slugfest, right? But that's exactly what it turned into be. I thought maybe, all right, they're going to win. It's going to be 19-16 and points are going to be tough or you know, 24-20 or somewhere in there. But they just like, they're like, you know what? Match us score for score. That quarterback thing is real. Um, you know, you, you played garbage most of the year. Sorry, Eagles fans are going to hate to hear this, but, you know, what did they do? Um, Rodgers put up 33 against them. Prescott put up 40 against them. And, yeah. uh, and the rest of and then it was Danny Dimes uh, six times and Kenny Pickett. So And the Chiefs played a cleaner game in the sense that no turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Hurts had the fumble touchdown. That's right. a huge play. They felt like they were just going to score on every drive when that happened, you know, and that that hurt the game. The punt that set up the Tony thing was bad. The Chiefs really only had the Bucker miss field goal was the only like bad play for them. And there were some yeah. smaller ones, but the offsides, the, the Frank Clark offsides. Yeah, I guess the two small stuff, offsides. Those yeah, those prolonged yeah. drives. Naughty, but on the flip yeah. side, the Eagles D just was repeatedly just letting these guys wide open on huge plays. Right. Um, but yeah, they the the Chiefs just never gave them the dumb turnover on anything. Yeah. There was no fumble, there was no like tip pass up in the air, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we should mention Vegas needed the Chiefs to win, and the <laughs> online sports books needed the Chiefs to win. Most of the action was on the Eagles. They kept that line at one and a half for two weeks. The Chiefs yeah. money never really came in. A couple times, a couple places like drifted it to Chiefs plus one, but for the most part, it stayed at one and a half. And I think most of the money was on the Eagles. And I was thinking like gambling manifesto stuff. Like Mahomes just might be, he's off the board now where he's getting a lot of the same calls that, you know, we used to get. We, mm-hmm. I mean, my beloved Patriots. Um, right. But on top of it, like him as an underdog in a situation where, the powers that be needed the Chiefs to win. Maybe we should have known. Maybe that should right. have been a bigger red flag than anything. But how are they going to move that? How much are they going to move the line? If you move it to Chiefs minus two and a half, they still cover, right? So I don't know. Um, I, I don't what know. The- I, I, does that scare people away from betting on them? I think you're right. I just, uh, I, but that might have been Bolton board material too. Like, wasn't Mahomes like a favorite in 14 straight playoff games? And between that and hearing about how they're going to, you know, decimate that offensive line, then. Yeah, maybe that was enough to uh, give him some energy, even though they were I down mean, 10 in the third. He's come through in all of these, except that weird Bengals game last year when I think, yeah. I'm always going to think he was concussed in that game. Um, all right, more stuff. The Andy Reid two-time ring club. How many coaches do you think have two rings? Ooh. Um, I looked this up and I was surprised by the answer. Jake Johnson. Five. It's 13. What? Yeah. No. Belichick, Look, six. Chuck Noll, four. Bill Walsh, three. And Joe Gibbs, three. And then the two-timers are... Oh, yeah. 
Reed Lombardi, Tom Flores is in there. Your guy, Jimmy Johnson. Seifert won two. Mm-hmm. Mike Shanahan, Coughlin, Parcells, Landry, and Shula. It's a really that, nice yeah, list. B- that is a bad job by me, Billy. <laughs> I should know. I don't say five. It's 13. Come on. <laughs> Fire me for my own trivia show. The, <laughs> the only outliers there are Flores and Seifert, I think. You don't want to say Coughlin? No, because he was a good coach. Like they were in the mix, you know. I don't. I just don't know. I, if, I don't know Giants if they won a playoff well game. Yeah, but I don't know if they won a playoff game other than. Yeah, they went four and twice, basically. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe no, Coughlin's fine. a borderline. Well, if it pisses off the Giants fans, let's do it. Yeah, we'll right. Throw there them you in go. there. <laughs> but for the most part, all the great coaches are on there, right? So I think. Yeah. You know, Andy Reid was one, certainly one of the best two or three coaches of the 21st century. So, I thought he was great today. I really do. I was. give him a lot of the credit for the offensive play call. Now you you get you could be like, well, what about the defense? They didn't show up, but I really in key spots, and you you can't give the coach all the credit for no tip balls or no interceptions. But he knew to beat this team, he had to go turnover free, and uh, he had them ready, and he really did. Great job by him. I also was thinking how many awful Super Bowl calls will we remember? Because I do think people remember this one. Mm-hmm. Shorter list than I remember. The most famous one, at least recently, was the uh, Michael Crabtree getting held by Jimmy Smith on the fourth and five in the Ravens-Niners game, which was a big right. deal. But I think because mm-hmm. it was um, Ravens-Niners, not like, I guess the Niners are a pretty big market team. I don't know why that that one hasn't lasted. Why do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, was out, I, I was outside with Jacoby. I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I ever saw it. <laughs> No, I know. You're right. I, I think the bigger ones were non-calls, uh, Seahawks-Steelers. Yeah, the right? Seahawks-Steelers came up. There was an OPI and Daryl Jackson that everybody, I forgot everybody got really mad about that one. There right. was that Cardinals-Steelers Super Bowl. There was a really weird Kurt mm-hmm. Warner fumble that turned out it probably was an incompletion and they called it wrong and they couldn't change it. That was bad. But for the most part, not a lot of like famous bad Super Bowl calls. So this one's going to move top of the list. In the research, though, found out in the first Super Bowl, 1967, they did the second half kickoff twice because the first time they were interviewing somebody and they missed the kickoff on the telecast and they just what? made everybody go back out and do it again. Oh, yeah. my God. They redid it just for just because they missed it on the on TV. Can you imagine if that happened now? Wait. Oh, Hench. Did Hench lose his mind? Did, <laughs> Hench, uh, Hench wasn't six, born yet, but he was like six months mind. old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Another thing I had for you. You remember that moment when it seemed like Philly had a chance to win like three titles? You know, it was like, oh, the the Phillies are going to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, and the Eagles, they have a chance to go undefeated and Embiid right. and Harden and, oh, my God, look at this situation right. in Philly. Well, the Phillies lost in the World mm-hmm. Series and, and then the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl. How many titles do you think the city of Philadelphia has won in the last 40 years Ooh. since the 83 Sixers? I think I have to say 13 again, right? Because last time I said five. No. Uh, man, I can't think of two. Yeah, two. Is it two? The Phillies had that one in, what was it, 2008? And then mm-hmm. the Eagles had the one against the Pats, and that's it, right. 40 years. Wow. They've been runner-ups 10 times. Mm-hmm. including twice in the last four months. I'm hoping so, this doesn't work. Pointing I, this I, out. 
I know everyone's on board with Hertz and everything, but when a team goes crazy spending in free agency, the next year usually they get slammed, right? Isn't hasn't that how it's been going the last few years? Come you would on, think. Keep it going. You would think. Runner up city. Um Jalen Hurts is Hail Mary, we haven't discussed yet. Yeah, why did it now go he has 25 a bad yards? shoulder, I guess? Is that mm-hmm. he is that was that the I had a bad shoulder this whole time throw? It went like 35 yards. It really did. Could you uh, do they get killed if they bring Minshew in for that? I don't hurts through other passes longer than that in the game. Right. Right. Yeah. The Devonta so Smith one where he went, when like he went out of bounds at the two. Yeah. Yeah. His shoulder must have just. Yeah. That's not how you want to end the season right there. You know, he got an octopus. You know what an octopus is? What do you mean? You touch, you score the touchdown and then you, you get the two point conversion. Octopus. It's called an octopus? Since yeah, when? There's, well, there's eight legs. I don't know. I only saw it this year. I'm not sure why it's eight legs. Octopus, because you have two legs, and then you score. And then, uh, yeah, and that's then another two. 20 to, 20 to 1 odds, though. You could bet it. That it was an octopus. Saruti said that uh, Hurt said his cleat got caught and he slipped, which is why he didn't put oh, really? on that. That's what final. I would say, too. That's yeah, exactly that's the same a, thing. That sounds like a Great explanation. Did you think you had the right side when Sirianni was crying during the anthem? I did. That thought you it did. was a great sign. You thought that was I it. I was excited wow. for it. Can we? I have one other thing for you. Di- yeah. The dynasty thing. Some mm. people are trying to get that going tonight. Is this di- a dynasty? It's like you've won twice in four years. You know my feelings on this. I go nuts. I like, come on. Win, win four in like a compact amount of time. Even the Warriors, I wasn't totally there because they missed the playoffs and they lost the playing game and like a mm-hmm. dynasty you have to be good for a while and you need you need titles so it, is football the toughest that. of the four sports to make it to the finals that's the only thing i'll say you i need I, a lot I think, of luck I, I think three I, that that's why i think three i would say four in baseball four in basketball i, I would almost put three in the nfl Get it there. is the sport where somebody wins the title and there's three teams they beat over the course of the way who are like, fuck that, we were better than those guys. Like right. it comes down. Like there's no way Cincy thinks Casey was better than them. I know, it's so close. Right? Everything's They're so watching damn this close. tonight going nuts. They're like, oh my God, we would have killed this Philly team. Right. Jesus. But you and I go into every year and Mahomes is six to one to win MVP and the Chiefs yeah. are six to one to win the title. And we're like, let's just keep betting this. And it's gonna come in once in the next six years and they both they both won there was uh, a tough Chris Berman moment tonight I don't know if you knew about it yet I didn't see it what was it he did a he was talking about the two the two black quarterbacks starting today and he did this kind of dramatic pause and he said and on February 12th Abe Lincoln's birthday and then he threw it to the highlights and it's not going to go well for next 24 hours (laughs) was it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't great. You got to watch it for the dramatic. He's process. really good with birthdays. He remembers everyone's birthday. That Chris <laughs> Berman. God bless birthday. him. I even get a card. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln. Uh, and then Rihanna. The halftime show was fantastic. Yeah, I think people are going to remember that. And the call and Mahomes will be the three things from the <laughs> Super Bowl. But, but, like, uh, go, go backwards to Rams. Rams Bengals last year. Like it's been a year. What do you remember? I just remember Cooper Cup getting open. Over and over again. That's, yeah, that's nothing. Like and we, memory, and we right? were there. Well, no, that's and half, Aaron Donald that, made that, a big play on the fourth down. That half halftime was good, wasn't it? That was pretty great, wasn't it? And the halftime was great. Yeah, those yeah. three things. 
Yeah, there's nothing else. But uh, what is it? Uh, Bitch Better Have My Money, 10 to 1. 11 to 1 to be her first song. Big, big upset. Let's let's uh let's take a break and then let, I want to do some of the uh some of the betting, okay the betting and then you got to tell us stories from the party. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor. So why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad from you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those. They bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen, talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. You can learn how to set some boundaries. Maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, well, I have an answer. BetterHelp. A convenient and flexible way since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bill Simmons. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, so what so what do you have for uh, the big Betty moments tonight? Well, what happened? The big, you know, when we were down 10, when the Chiefs were down 10, I mean, I think everybody- We, was, you said we. What, I'm you're sorry. on the Chiefs now? I'll, I'll tell you why we, because me, we, I was like, put put our guy Jody Fortson in. He's going to turn this game around. And Coach Reed, I think that was the only thing he didn't do right. That was, that was my Gary Russell pick. I'm not even yeah. sure he stepped on the, I don't even think they let him step on the field didn't see when him. they were passing the trophy around, so- uh, bad job by me there. Um, what else? Hurts three or more touchdowns, twenty-five to one. That was a big winner. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Holy yeah. shit! Well, even two to one. Even two was like close to ten to one. Oh man. Um, uh, purple Gatorade so was to, eleven so to Devante one. Devontae Smith running out of bounds when right because he kind of well, lost his balance when that was an easy touchdown. Then Hurts gets it, and that's a twenty-five to one. And wow. the Gainwell touchdown that was overturned, right? So that that's how he got his first. So yeah, that yeah. Was some, but yeah, that would have been that was twenty five to one. Uh, purple Gatorade. I don't know when we saw purple last. I was talking about it with Kyle before. I think blue hit three out of the last four. Purple was uh, eleven to one. Also, we had under for the uh, anthem. By now again, the fighter jets they come over and on the word brave, and then you, the, the audio gets so mixed up. You don't know when the Word ends and when the, the what, what you're hearing the, the propelling, I, I don't know. But I was watching with the uh, Huey Lewis, great rock and roller, still not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for some reason. Um, I, I bet the under, and he's like, God, he's making a meal out of it. 
which means he's taking his time for Stapleton. And yet it still stayed under. So it was nice to win uh, the first bet of the day with that. Um, you know, one of the bets that uh, I threw in a parlay, but I think it, the other part of the part that I lost, but the first, the first kickoff was going to be a touchback. Yeah, like I had minus that too. Minus 136. That was, that was a layup. Did you, oh, you said, oh, I went the other way. Did you see the, the, no, because I read an article about how they'd use different balls. And I think like seven out of the last 10 years, it hasn't been a touchback. But um, it looked weird from the kicker's perspective. It looked like he knuckleballed it. And then like nobody wanted to field it. But right. I, I called that wrong. I had tails. Um, that was and, nice. But we talked about Bucker miss the possibility of him missing a field goal, um, which wasn't on some sites, wasn't on FanDuel, but was on other ones. And then he missed yeah. the field goal. And I think that was like, the odds were pretty good on that, weren't they? Yeah, plus three thirty or something. I think yeah. for a missed field goal. Uh, I, I saw that not on not on the main sites, but to hit the goalpost or crossbar, twenty to one. A doink. So, yeah, doink was twenty to one. Um, I did all the dumb crap over two and a half players to throw a pass uh, when you know not, we, we would have been robbed of a good ending. But Henny coming in, I thought for sure we would have seen him on one drive. The crossboard part parlays, I just got crushed. I really. You know, LeBron not playing last night. I have Lakers yeah. and Warriors points over. It didn't matter because he went crazy, but uh, Hurts passing yards. Did you do any of the cross sports? I didn't because it's so hard to figure out what who's playing. One of the ones I had was Gainwell no. over rushing and receiving. I did that this weekend, but I think I tied it to something that, oh, I tied it to the Eagles winning, and of course they didn't win. But right. I, it felt like that was going to be a Gainwell game, and he was at least mm -hmm. a little bit involved. The Pacheco one, though, there was running, receiving stuff with him. There was the rushing thing hit yeah. with him. Um, those were good. But that all the sacks bets lost. I mean, if all you learned anything, lost. it's like, don't, you know, Hassan Reddick, by the time game time started, he was like minus 190 for a sack. <laughs> or, right. You know, he, he was like a heavy favorite. Like, it, sacks are hard, you know? You, you don't, nobody averages one sack a game ever, except yeah. for like Bruce Smith and But no sacks? Guys. Are we ever going to see no sacks? It's crazy. I know, I had Cram, I had Chris Jones, I had uh, Fletcher Cox, and, and none of them came through. Um, I had Kelsey to score a touchdown, Kelsey to score the Chiefs' first touchdown. I was hitting hitting a few of those, but I, I ended up losing on dumb crap. That, that's a thing. I just, I don't know. I, I'm just, I did, I had 43 props, and it's like, uh, do I need ecstasy? I definitely think I have enough <laughs> edible gummies. Oh, well, there's Molly too. Okay, let me let me do that. Like. Uh, the end of the week, it's just uh, did pathetic. you have Serena yeah. Williams doing two different liquor ads during the same game? Did she really? It I had was trouble 0. following 5 liquor ads first. She was in two. What <laughs> one of them was she did, she did, um, I it was like the any given Sunday speech, really for Remy was something, and um, and she basically did the Pacino inches speech, but it was kind of terrible. And it's like, oh no, it, this was like a big cribbing from movies to make like the commercial this year because they had the Caddyshack one but right, right. I, 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 this is where we need our sports movie consultancy again where they just come to us and be like hey mm -hmm. we're thinking of doing the Pacino any given Sunday speech the inches speech it's like nope nope off limits don't no <laughs> don't do that it's not right. it's, it's a win stay away Caddyshack like maybe a, you could talk me into that one like alright that'll right. be fun some things just, just can't be ruined stop it yeah. Yeah. Romo was the Carl Spacker. Yeah. And the yeah. Caddyshack one. Like, that's fine. But any given Sunday, off limits. 
What about Jeff Ross roasting peanut? The planter's peanut guy. He really. I was going to say we had the, we had him. we had Jeff Ross roasting a peanut. We yeah. had Will Ferrell as a zombie. Affleck did a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Um, we had Sly Stallone reprising Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. We had the Clueless people were back, and yep. um, and Travolta doing like a yeah. Grease kind of takeoff. Was that supposed to be John Travolta? It was. It was. It actually was stretchable. You fell for that. Miles Teller was doing a weird uh, dancing ad, and then um, the big one was there was like a minute long Jesus ad. Yeah, Did I saw that, that one. Well, a that, couple of it, them too, right? But there was one. one that was like there was like five minutes left in the game, and it was it mm-hmm. was pretty grim for like a minute, and then it was like they threw the Jesus ad at us. I had Scientology like, plus three and a half. That. Over Jesus, over Jesus? And I lost it. Yeah, I thought that was a. I thought that was a lot. Surprised that through. Jesus is advertising like this. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, um, a I'm lot of praying to, during these games. I don't remember a terrible ad, but I, I admittedly, I was with my dad and um, Michael Bob and Michael Don and my wife. Like we had like eight people, and so half the time we we're talking during the commercials. But yeah, it's, I'm it, an it idiot. Seemed like I, I, movies were the big ripoffs. I'm staring at my 43 props and seeing which ones could have potential to win during the commercials. I'm no fun at these things. Did Corolla talk about making the goalpost higher or no? <laughs> there was that one. Was it an extra point? Yeah. Yeah. You give them the Chiefs 28, that almost. Yeah. We, we, we stopped them in his tracks. But yeah, it's more about receptions. Corolla was there. There was good food, I will say it. My, my cousin Jimmy's David Chang, uh, Adam Perry Lang. We just ate and ate and ate. And then Jimmy ordered pizza at the end of the night. <laughs> So wow. I got to hit this diet. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad. It's bad going forward. All right. So going forward, are the new odds out yet? Are you ready to start yeah. thinking about 2023? You have yeah, any I'm thoughts yet? I so want have, to. Yeah, go ahead. On FanDuel, the Chiefs are the favorites at six to one. The Bills are looking for your sucker bet money at plus 850. Mm-hmm. Eagles nine to one. Bengals nine to one. Niners nine to one. Your Cowboys, speaking of sucker bets, fifteen to one. <laughs> and then going down the line, we got a little Chargers twenty to one. The Lions are twenty five to one for some reason. And then the one that surprised me was the Jets. Pretty high, twenty five to one, considering it does seem like they're the Rogers thing is kind of looming for them. Or something. Yes, what is that? That's ten. They're a top uh they're a top nine or ten team. Yeah, so Chiefs building five. Yeah, they have the 11th best odds. Well, here's why I know you say the Cowboys are joking, and they are, but if Rodgers goes to the Jets, I'm, this is the NFC. is even worse than it was last year, right? And I know we have right. the best team in our division in the NFC, but I'll take my chances with the Cowboys to win 10 or 11 games as a wild card and win a road game, and then you're, then you're with everybody else. Um, but my pick, this, I think, right this is now, sad. if you don't, no, no, if you don't, if you don't hold it against me, Hey, listen, we sad. knocked Tom Brady out of the box. Nobody can do that. <laughs> Patriots try to do that. They couldn't even do that. I, I, that's the second greatest feat next to the Chiefs Super Bowl championship this year. But <laughs> I would go Bengals 9-1. to one. I really like that team. I like how physical they are. I think they were, Me as you mentioned, very close to uh, making it to the finals this year. And I think Burrow, it's going to be Burrow-Mahomes back and forth for the next few years. Yeah, if we're looking at the top five, all the odds under 10 to 1, the Bengals 9 to 1. I, I like that one. The Jets, the, the the problem with the Jets, betting on them is they're the Jets. Right. They haven't won since 1970. That would be a problem. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking like long, long, long shots. The Pats are 55 to one. The Titans are <laughs> 70 to one. All right. And the team with the worst odds is the Colts, 280 to one. Atlanta, right. 75 to one. Yeah. None of those great watches. The, Jet, the Jets one. thing is hilarious that they don't know their quarterback and they're a top nine team to win. <laughs> like, what, like Rodgers is doing four nights of darkness or four days of darkness. And then he's, he, 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 he has diarrhea all over himself and he's going to run out and say, I, I, I know it came to me. I'm going to be a Jet. Like, that's what's going to happen to propel them to a championship. I like when he, I like when people act super weird and then lecture you about it. Cause yeah. it is the thing like, maybe you should try to be more enlightened before you start. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great move. It's like I'm hanging upside down on my, from my shed and right. people pour white claw on me for three straight days. Maybe you should try it before you judge. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, not, got, I'm actually not going to try that. You got a nod. You got a nod. I'm like, oh yeah, you're onto something here, killer. Good. No, thanks. Yeah. This has been a banner year so far. I mean, we found out Prince Harry almost hosted Saturn Alive. That was another thing that happened. 2023 is getting super weird. We've had uh, all these unidentified objects flying around, getting shot down. Like, what's happening this year? I don't like that. Uh, Unless Prince Harry's in one of them when we shoot him down. (laughs) If he hosts (laughs) SNL, it's going to be your fault. Like, he'll have gotten the push to do it from you. You know that, right? One of the writers needs to tape if if he's actually in the writer's room on the Monday and they're pitching sketches, then somebody's got to break out the cell phone and tape that. No, right. I'm not sure I like that one. <laughs> it doesn't tickle my fancy. <laughs> you got eight months to work on the accent. It's coming along. <laughs> Is there an accent camp I could go to? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah, it's half cryo, half uh, accent. The British accent. Oh, man. No, it's, it's all about the infrared sauna right now. What? Yeah. You went to heat? Yeah. Infrared sauna is now minus 150 over cryo. Cryo's, cryo's plus 130. So is it the same It's so idea good for us old it, guys, Sal. And it, it shocks your body into um, rejuvenating <sighs> No, you sweat out all the bad shit in your body. And for us, like we sweat out all the bad poisons that we're old. And it gets your heart going and it's got a lot really? of benefits. Google Say it yeah. again. Infrared what? Inf- infrared sauna. You go right. and get it to like... 150 and you just sweat sweat your balls off. How long? Just sweat How long stuff for? out. You know, I can do 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Oh, wow. It gets hot. Well, well, cryo is like three minutes, right? Cryo's three minutes. Sauna is <laughs> like the Aaron Rodgers dark room a little bit. Where you, you Interesting. Know, so you go on a spiritual journey. But old men also just die in those things, right? They just, <laughs> that's they just true. I have that. Shovel have the that body too. out. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, that's, we'll that's, that's looming as well. <laughs> Yeah, we had uh, my my dad and my uncles visiting. I have my uncle Bob, who's was he was born in nineteen, mm-hmm. I guess forty. So he's I think like seventy two or seventy three now. Playing tennis, played te- played two sets of tennis with them today. Got really? the got the um, knee replacements. Just flying around, looking like Uncle Bob. It was like old times for us. Really nice. Beat my wife and my cousin Pete, but so we had that. And then we had my dad who's like, you know, 15 months older and it's just cold all the time now. <laughs> I don't know. Does your dad have a thing like this now when they hit a side? He's just freezing. Oh, yeah. So just oh, constantly, yeah. like, can we turn the heat on? He's wearing a jacket inside, just cold constantly. So your uncle won't go to pickleball? Like, is that, that is. No, um, he plays pickleball. He likes oh, it. Oh, he does. Interesting. Yeah. But he, he, 
he looks down on pickleball. He knows tennis is the real thing. That's what I figure. It's like skiers with how they look at snowboarders for the most exactly. Part, right? That's a great yeah. analogy. Thanks. Except some of the pickleball people still seem to think that this is going to be a professional sport at some point. Oh yeah, that some of them like want, people want are, you to be betting on pickleball. We're like, oh, who do you got in the pickleball quarterfinals tonight? I promise you, Sal and I will not have. Even you won't bet on pickleball. I don't. Th- I don't see I that happening. Don't say that. Depends if it starts the day after the Super Bowl. I might. <laughs> you have a bigger problem. You're gonna have people, um, real hounding you to to invest in the league or a team. That's I think it's gonna be a problem. No, I, the answer is no. Just tell them the right now. No. All right. So what are we going to bet on now? We got basketball. You got March Madness. This is the point in the season where you throw yourself into um, the Atlantic 10 and the ACC and the Mountain yeah. West and all these college hoops. You talk yourself into the the women's tournament. That's always my, one of my favorite Sal moments when you're like, oh, I had Rutgers last night in a parlay. We, we still have four weeks to the, uh, well, three weeks maybe to the conference tournaments. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Got hockey, little got EPL on Saturdays. I like waking up. You don't want you don't bet the soccer. You don't bet the EPL on Saturday, right? No, that the, like the EPL's out. I'm not betting baseball huh. either this year. I'm done with like doing my two future bets. I'm I'm out. Really? All right. Yeah, I'm just, just bet out. the unders. I might bet under home runs for all the sluggers. We'll we'll, we'll win. I promise. <laughs> under home runs? Oh, because yeah, you under. figure somebody's yeah. gonna get hurt. Of course, I figure. Yeah, it just happens. People that they're set for 162 games and there's injuries and slumps and stuff like that. But what I'm mad at you about is you texted me and and my cousin Jimmy and Chris Bianco months ago and said, Kevin Durant's coming to the Suns. Get ready. You're going to sell him a lot of pizza. And he went to the Suns and we didn't do anything about it. I mean, it happened months after you, you said it, but now they're five to one. I know. I blew it. Well, I knew I had a real feeling last weekend, mm-hmm. and they were like twelve to one for a couple of days, like probably like four days there, and now it's dropped big time. I the more I look at the trade though, and the more I think about it, I actually don't think they're a great bet. Not really? twelve to one would have been a nice bet, but like they're the favorite right now. They're plus two forty. Durant's still hurt. He hasn't even come back yet. He just had, had that MCL injury. He's repeatedly gotten hurt. And Chris Paul, I don't trust. He's thirty-seven. Like, what's he going to look like? They don't have a ton of depth, and I actually well, I think know, they're throwing yeah. people off the scent of some of the other teams. They won't ever put odds on this, but Booker, Paul, Durant. How long do they play together? How many? Forget about the regular season. Oh, like two and a half know. years over under something like that. You could do that, or, or what percentage? Of, what percentage of playoff games do they play together? Like, we could start there. Fifty-four that, and a half. That would be a really fun future bet. Yeah. Just how many games are they going to play together as a threesome? How many games will they physically suit up and start a game together Mm -hmm. regular season or playoffs? And the answer would be, I don't know, it'd be like the over-under is like 110. (laughs) Would you go under or over? Yeah, because Chris Paul could be gone in a year. Yeah, Here's what I don't get though, Sal. Go ahead. So in the West... First of all, Dallas has the fourth best odds. People are a- operating like Kyrie is going to be normal for four months. Like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Please, I'll book your bets for Dallas. Right. Golden State has the sixth best odds now in the West. Hmm. They're nine to one to win the West. And part of it is because, you know, their seat's going to be low and they're going to have to be on the road. But man, I to me, it's Phoenix, Denver, and Golden State. And then maybe Memphis. 
I mean, I don't know how many, how much leeway we can give Memphis here where they just keep losing and losing and losing these, these high profile right. games over the last couple of weeks. But now, so we're not, you're not worried as much about seeding right now, right? Because Curry is out through the all star break and maybe beyond. So if they get a fifth or sixth seed, you don't care. Yeah. The only, out of all the West teams, the only one that has a legitimate home court advantage, I think, is Denver because of the Denver. altitude and they're just they're just really hard to play there. You don't want to go there four times in a seven game series. Other than that, Golden State, they can go into any of these places and win. And then on right. the on the East, the um, I just think the Bucks should be favored. I know the Celtics have a better record, but the Celtics on Fanduel they're plus one fifteen. Mm-hmm. For the East, and Milwaukee's plus one seventy, and that makes no sense to me. I gotta hand it to the league. There, as much as I hate it that like three guys could text each other and it changes the course of, you know, a GM can get fired as a result. Yeah, the owner, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna feel bad. They're gonna sell their team, regardless of what it looks like. The Nets for two billion dollars more than they paid, right? So it doesn't matter. But the GMs have to be pulling their hair out, like really, like check on you. Happy? Are you okay? Can I see your text? That you're not. You're not texting James Harden, are you? Like they could just make a just any kind of coup anytime. But even all that said, like this normally that trade Durant going and Kyrie going to the West would cripple the East. But Celtics, Bucks, Sixers being in charge there just it's good, right? Like years ago, this would have been it. Like oh, the East sucks. They have zero yeah. or one. Oh, yeah, it would have been have like mid two thousand tens. Yeah, yeah. It's like LeBron right. and nobody else. Yeah, yeah, because Cleveland looks like they got Danny Green today, and they're thirteen to one. And then the zombie heat, which just, I don't know if you've followed like the heat season, but they had another one yesterday. They're down, uh, they're down nine in the magic with like three minutes left. They somehow Mm. win. Like they just like pull these stupid games out over and over and over again. Nobody wants to see them in a series. So we have that. I guess we have, um, (laughs) we have the masters coming up. Some golf coming up. Yeah. House will be happy about that. There's always MMA on, uh, Saturday nights. Um, Got to get you into soccer on during the day on Saturday. Boxing still sucks. I don't know who we can. I mean, really, the key is like they're going to shove USFL and XFL down our throats, right? And we're going to be interested in three weeks. No, I don't. That's going to be that. I don't do that. I don't do the non-NF. You do that. I don't I try do to get. I love the way football looks on my TV. What do you want? But they're not going to have a Johnny Manziel or a Terrell Owens who really wouldn't make it in the NFL, but at least it'd be interesting to watch. They don't have any of those guys this year. Well, shit, the next time we do football, yeah. DirecTV is gone, right? It's right. It'll be YouTube, YouTube TV, and mm-hmm. everything will be streaming. And instead of complaining about the refs, we'll be complaining about our Wi-Fi going down and we missed the fourth quarter because, you know, some jackass backed into a tree three, blo- three blocks away and I lost right. my Wi-Fi for an hour <laughs> and be like, hey, you know, it's fun cable and satellite. That that's yeah. headed for that. It's gonna be, be there will be a disaster on a Sunday, one of those Sundays. Well, it won't not for us specifically. I don't even know if you want to announce this yet, but Simmons and I are hosting the Red Zone, the YouTube version of Red Zone, so that'll be good. <laughs> we are. Don't laugh, stupid. <laughs> have them make us an offer. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> Come on, people, that'd be great. But bother your YouTube Does subscriber. That mean have to work on a Sunday. That sounds terrible. <laughs> We're doing it anyway. Cut it out. <laughs> We'll do it from your um, infrared chamber. How about that? <laughs> uh, does that quarterback have to be Mac Jones again? No, no, no. Although we'll now we have a real coaching staff. We hired like an offensive coordinator. We hired an offensive line coach. It's 
Things have I was going to ask you who, if you could get one player this year, who would it be? Who oh. would you want? I really like T. Higgins. I wouldn't like him if he was $30 million a year like Tyreek Hill, but I think T. Higgins is good. He'd excite you the most. Yeah. Well, I just think of the available. We need like a, a receiver who can go and, and get the ball unless they draft it. What about but a Josh yeah. Jacobs? Boy, that, about that Pacheco. I wouldn't uh, pay uh, running backs. Yeah, I guess Can't not. do that. Got Jacobs, Barkley, potentially. Nah, you can't pay a running back. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. There's just too many Kenneth Gainwells and Pacheco's, and you get Jarek McKinnon because somebody else you got him for like a seventh round pick, or he got waived, or it's like you can. But if you got Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G is the one you'd be most excited about. If you had one, I think I actually think they're looking at it as we did Mac a disservice last year, and he actually might be better than you think. All his teammates Mm -hmm. love him, really. So we were watching. There's a couple of plays today. My dad and all my uncles were all huge Pats fans. We're like, oh, Mac would have gotten sacked on that. Uh, Mac mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to get out of that. You start like <laughs> judging your own quarterback by uh, all that other right. stuff. I don't know where you are. Where are you mentally with Dak? I was the man of the year. That's as, uh, as <laughs> prestigious as awarded. By, by the way, they boo him. He's the man of the year. He's charitable. He went through hell. That was to a get Philly thing, though, right? Well, why? So there really that many Philly fans there? I guess. How dare they boo I him? think there were. Yeah, jerks. That was pretty jerks. I, I'm okay with them, honestly. I look at the rest of the league, and like I said, Aaron Rodgers going away. I um, I, if I'm you look okay at with it, him. I'm I am okay. Look at the other years, his other full years. He didn't turn the ball over as much as this year. If he does it again, we have a different story. But do you want to fail another quiz? Yeah. Do we, can we talk pe- about fa- Fangio first, or or after? Oh, the, <laughs> yeah, right after. What the hell was that? Let's talk after. Go I ahead. I guess Fangio did really work. How many people have won two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, and two MVPs? I think you, uh, how many people? Um, I'll just tell you. It's are they three. all quarterbacks? It's three. Montana, it? Brady, Montana, Mahomes. Manning. That's it. Oh, I thought no. Manning would be in there. Montana, Brady, Mahomes. Because Manning won that second Super Bowl, but the defense won it. He didn't do anything. That is a very Your good boss. list, Bill. That's a very good list. That's a, a nice list. Thing. Yeah. Eli's not on that list. No, Tom no, Coughlin I didn't, did say. I looked a few times. I didn't didn't <laughs> see him on that list. Stop it, baby. Um, Stop it. No, Montana Brady Mahomes. That's it. Pretty good list. Wow, it's um, great. You want to do Parent Corner? Yeah, let's do it. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Unlike this podcast, some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is pragmatic and responsible, level headed, wise all the things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be exciting. Exciting is for three-point buzzer beaters, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money because when your money is doing what you need it to, you can do all the unboring things you want to do with it. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is the service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc., PNC Bank National Association. Member FDIC. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover 
with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax lets you shop your way online or at a store near you. And when you finally find your perfect match, get a 30-day money-back guarantee so you can feel confident you found the right car for you or return it if you need to for up to 1,500 miles. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying, reimagined. All right, go ahead. Uh, so we... um. Uh, you know, every single year, our buddy Daniel, God bless his soul. He he runs this. I, I have too much paperwork, right? Right. So I have these 43. Can you see how many props I have here? Yeah. I don't know. So, so I'm staring at him and I stare at him and I stare at him all day. So we get to Jimmy's and I'm like, Daniel, you're running the pool. He's like, I already got it going. I'm like, okay, great. So we have to sell a hundred squares. Right. And he sold like six. And I'm like, oh man, it's, it's $20. He's like, yeah, it's, it's gotta be 10. There's not $2,000 in this room. There's a thousand. He said, yeah, but with Venmo and everything, I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's got a point. With three minutes left, uh, Chris Stapleton (laughs) is walking out with his guitar and we need 34 boxes. Uh, We have 34 boxes left. And so that's it. So now it's just me and it's Daniel and Jimmy and we're buying like 10 more each and it sucks. And, you know, Daniel's going up to people who don't like bet football because there's always those fans there. Or, or friends there. And they're like, yeah, I just don't trust this. It's like, no, it starts off even. We haven't even drawn the numbers yet. Like, yeah, I just don't know enough about it. And it, it's just so, it's very frustrating. So we end up buying all the boxes. And um, I think I bought like 16 boxes, but only had money for 10 boxes, right? So I'm like, I, all right. I, no, sorry. I had thir- 16 boxes. I only had money for 13. So I owed $60. So I'm writing all the kids' names in here, right? But then it's like, there's other kids too. It's like uh, with the same names. So Will Arnett has a son named Archie and I have a son named Archie. And now we have to go back and figure all that out. And that's uh, which one's who's Archie. So anyway, I write all the kids' names in. My Jack wins the first quarter, 250 bucks. And um, I give him 190 because I still owe 60. Now he didn't do anything. He didn't put money up. He didn't even write his own name into the box. I put it up there and he says to me, he's like, Okay, but you got to owe me the other $60. I said, "Why do I have to owe you the $60?" This is I uh, you would you I didn't have to write your name at all in here. He's like, "Yeah, but that's just how it is. First quarter gets $250." So, I don't know what to do. I I don't like that at all. And uh we're going to a uh a minor league hockey game in Palm Springs this weekend, and he's going to have to buy his own jersey. I like that stuff. That's the best when the kids think even though you spotted them that they still get the yeah. full figure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's a true test right Ben's what would that, ben like done? he would do Ben's that, too? that like ten, oh he's he's the master of that <laughs> um yeah my 17 and a half year old daughter who hmm. on the one hand wants to be treated like an adult but on the other hand does not act like an adult right so there's been a few times where you know in the in the driveway it's like i gotta move zoe's car and you get in the car and there's like you know, 12, 12 miles left of gas. I'm like, oh, that's not good. So you're mm-hmm. going to get some gas? Yeah, you know, I'm going to get, I know I'm down low. Going the next time. It's like, there's like eight miles left. Hey, you're low on gas. Um, It finally happened on Saturday. She oh, ran no. out of gas. <laughs> no, and where? Yeah, she was, she had this event at the, uh, 
in the Palisades and was driving back and just ran out of gas and called us, I think expecting us to come get her. And my wife's like, nope, she's going to have to figure this out. She does that thing. Mm -hmm. So Zoe goes and there's a gas station like pretty close that she runs to and gets, you know, one of those cans fills up like, I don't know, 40 gallons of gas and one of those red things they give her and run, runs back and fills it. 40 gallons? What? No, for like, you know, uh, 40 miles of gas. Oh, yeah. So just enough to drive around. So then she, my uncle Bob is with her a little bit later today and she's low on gas again. And he's like, why are you low on gas again? Didn't you get the gas? And she's like, no, I haven't gotten it yet. Wow. But why haven't you gotten it yet? Didn't you get the gas? What you went when you went back to the gas station to return the thing? Didn't you get the gas then? She's like, "Oh, I didn't do that yet. The the, the, can, the can is still in my truck." I think she <laughs> thought they just gave her the the can. Wow! So now she's driving around this thing, this can in the back that probably has leftover gas. She smells like gas, and she has like thirty <laughs> miles left. So Bob makes her go to get gas, mm-hmm. and. This is the same person who's like, I want to be treated like an adult. <laughs> Let me sleep over at my boyfriend's house. Like, no, nah, you can't. You're, you know, you're not an adult. That's not happening. Um, you know what she is, though? She is a gambler. That's that's a gambler, right? That's what, uh, you know, <laughs> is it a senior in high school just girl. someone who's just completely unaware of what's it's going a couple on things. the dashboard. It's a couple things, but she's a gambler. She is. Yeah, so it's really like, you know, she's going to be in college in the beginning mm-hmm. of August, and it's... It's just this whole, we have seven months basically to really whip her into shape. You yeah. Know, she's yeah. be 18 in May, but man, I I don't feel like this is the last time she's going to run out of gas. Well, the good news but is you're not giving a her a gambler. car. Yeah, she's a gambler, but you're not giving her a car, right? First year? Or no. You are? Yeah. No. All right. You're fine with that. No, Someone else will run out of gas. Fine for other stuff. Have you ever run out of gas? I did uh, a couple of years ago. Um, I, I don't even know where I was headed, but thank God it was in a, a not terrible neighborhood and I just called AAA. But yeah, it's embarrassing. It is stupid. I had one coming back from Vegas once Oof. that w- was 50-50 getting to where the gas station was, mm-hmm. where it was like, it, it was just the three hashes. Yeah. Where there wasn't even like the zero miles left. It was just the hashes. And I was like, wow, I might actually run out of gas on the five in the middle of nowhere where it's like 105 degrees in Georgia. Uh, that was that was my scariest, but I've never run out of gas. I think one thing I will say to people, uh, at least in my cars, if you, uh, I think the common exception is if you get to zero miles, they give you an extra five. Nope. I don't know who made that up. Someone who has just yeah. a, a sick sense of humor, but no, that's not the case. Zero is zero. You got to get the shot off before then. Hey, Kyle. I, I'm sure you've run out of gas at least once, right? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you, over you, under dead wrong, huh? Dead wrong. Dead Whoa, wrong. never ran very out upset gas. about this. Never ran out of gas. Mm. No, never. Wow, I would have said like minus one and a half over under for Kyle running out of gas <laughs> in the course of his life. Lost my keys for good, but never ran out of gas. So wait a minute. So the many times that you woke up on the side of the road at five in the morning, <laughs> it wasn't because the gas <laughs> ran out. <laughs> I love Kyle. I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. I feel like I feel like our parent corner should have been better in the season finale. Like uh, 
Oh, Zoe got great. our is Zoe it, Jack. <laughs> Jack's demanding sixty dollars that he never spent. And my daughter ran out of gas. It's the end of the season. Maybe Zoe should have gotten Archie pregnant. We should have made something up. It is two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> they are high school seniors. Yeah, we could have probably. Yeah. <laughs> that, the only other thing is my my son is now playing lacrosse, and I just don't understand it. It's the it's the first mm-hmm. time as a parent that. Either of my kids is playing a sport that I don't watch or understand in any way. Like, I don't understand in any way. Do you understand lacrosse at all? Uh, a little bit. I think so. Is, isn't it just like soccer, hockey, just to advance the down the field? and Yeah, he said sport? it's a little like basketball where you have to guard a man. Uh, and he's just, he's playing defense and he's just hitting people and having a great time. But um, I'm going to be going to these games. Let's and do just, that. I want to go with you. I want to go to a lacrosse game and you go to one of Archie's rugby games. And we'll compare because I am lost with the rules there. There's something about moving the ball. It is football where you have to get down the field. I don't field, understand it at all. But you can't throw forward. It's all backward passes, which makes it just makes your brain blow up because, wait, why can't I throw forward if I'm trying to go forward? But um, let, let's uh, do that. Let's do a home and home. I really want to understand lacrosse better. Part of me wonders if it's like hockey. I really wanted when I was going to the King Games. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna really understand hockey, and then you watch it, and you're like, ah. But what don't you understand? Are they calling penalties that you don't understand? But otherwise, no, it's just, just like, like, is there a higher strategy to what's going on, or is it just, no. is it is what it is? That's what I want to figure out with the cross. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. All right, that's it for Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. If you're looking for a ride that won't break your stride or your budget, CarMax can help you find that perfect car for you that raises the bar without raising your budget, because all their cars are CarMax certified and priced just right. With a nationwide inventory to choose from, you are sure to find a car that's right for you and right in your price range. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying, reimagined. So, Cuz, before we go, you were at Super Bowl Mm. week all week. Yeah. uh, In Arizona. You did the Radio Row thing, I'm guessing. Any any highlights? Any great run-ins? I met Dr. Chow, uh, our buddy Lombardi. Yes, yes, yeah. He's uh he's available. He would like to come on. He has a lot of thoughts on Mahomes. He he can he ass, he assured me that Mahomes would play, and he was right. So Mahomes played. Uh, mm. our, Nailed our it. boy Lombardi. I don't know. I mean, everybody's there. It's just crazy. I mean, really, there's like 150 media um, outlets there, and some of them try to put up lights when it doesn't really matter. All they have is like a cubicle, but yeah. um. I don't know. That's funny. I saw Dak. I saw CD Lamb. I saw all my guys. But um, yeah, I did a prop bit with Kenny Main and, and Mina Kimes and others. But it's fun. You, you're, it's a, it's below you though. You will never go out there. It's not below me. I just I I did it too many times. I'm not going to Arizona again. That's where the Tyreek catch happened. I don't want to go back. Oh, that's right. What's your football game there? Here's my highlight. I see Kevin Clark of uh, of the Ringer going yeah. up an escalator. I'm going down. We all have these lanyards, right? So what do I do? I grab onto his lanyard as he's going up. And now I'm pulling and pulling and pulling. And like the other ringer guys are like, what the hell's going on? And I think some of them saw it was me and then some of them didn't. And then finally I let go when he was about four um, steps ahead of me. But uh, yeah, it was very traumatic for him if you want to ask him. Hey, what was Bianco Pizza just like, just absolutely insane? I I read there's articles, four and a half hour waits for Bianco Pizza. Crazy. And Paul McCartney was there one night. I mean, it's great as always, as we we talk about, but, and that really got everybody going like with, uh, this Paul McCartney, oh, he must be playing at the halftime show. And, uh, he didn't. He just, no, he was just sitting in a luxury box. Yeah. He wanted to watch the game and eat pizza. 
So good for you. Did so people far. like Arizona as a Super Bowl location or no? I think they do. It's so spread out though now, right? So uh, yeah, people staying in like Scottsdale or like 40. Uh, if you want to golf, you could spend stay like 35 minutes from uh from Glendale and Phoenix and it really is spread out. But I, I think we got to do that tournament. That golf tournament is crazy. The Phoenix, see, like, yeah, yeah. The it's waste so management. nuts. Yeah, the waste management, that 16th hole. It's like, how do they allow for it where people are just screaming and booing? Like that 16th hole, they boo anything that's not a hole in one. It's spectacular. So it's I, becoming I like the that. fifth major. Yeah. Um, I thought Arizona was a pretty bad Super Bowl location because of this spread out thing. That, that was my memory from the Pats Giants one was people were in Scottsdale or Phoenix. And if you, you basically were stuck where you were mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, everything was like so hard to get to. Well, next year we got to go, right? Uh, we have to see how. Well, next year's Vegas. That's what I mean. We have to see how they do this. Even Ben wants to go to that. Oh, yeah. We'll do That'd it. That'll be great. I'm with you. I can't wait. All right, cuz. Great year for us. Congrats on hitting the Chiefs. Thank I, you. I ended up I ended up with a losing million dollar picks here. I ended up losing you like two hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah, I got killed in the last Super Bowl. I, I think went you all could finance that. I don't know. So you could take a look. The government's very lenient now these days. I'm sorry about Jody Forts and everyone. Terrible uh Gary Russell pick. I'll I'll be better. Well, you'll come on at some point during the NBA playoffs, but we'll be, we had a really good over-unders year. That was like one of the legacies yeah. of, of this season. And we really, really did great. I would love to continue the momentum, but uh, Let's do fun it. as always. This was our seven, eight, nine. Is that your 15? No, I think this was, we started in 07. So how many years is that? Oh, this that, was our oh 16th God. year. Oh man. So All next right. year, 17. Yeah. We were able to legally drive this year with this. With this wow. Side. All right. Okay. I'm going to hit an infrared sauna all year and you are going to see how rejuvenated I am. Come September. Tiny man. Go Google the infrared sauna. <laughs> uh, all right, cuz for the last time this season, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing as always. And I'll see you on this feed this week and I'll see you in the rewatchables Monday night, Sleepless in Seattle. Stay tuned for that.